you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. For today's episode, I figured we'd talk about paranormal experiences. The term paranormal is defined as something not scientifically explainable. And I know that there are many of us out there who have had such experiences, and even those who are hesitant to call it paranormal have found themselves in strange, unexplainable situations. I have a few stories I would like to share with you guys from people who have reached out to me. The first is from a listener named Elizabeth. She shares with us how, on one night, she decided to get a tarot card reading for the very first time. She hadn't ever done one before because, like many, she had been told and had been warned to stay away from that. As a mom with a one-year-old baby, she doesn't really get much downtime. And so she got her tarot reading done at around midnight, while her son slept on her bed in the room there with her. After having looked over a couple of times to make sure her son was still fast asleep, a few seconds after her reading, she heard him cry. She looked over at the bed, and he was gone. She found him inside her closet, crawling out of there, crying. And as if that wasn't scary enough for her, another few seconds later, she heard a loud noise coming from her bathroom. When she checked it, it was her baby's bath toys that had fallen. Till this day, she can't explain how her baby ended up in the closet. She claims he has never gotten off the bed by himself before, or even after that incident. Elizabeth says it was as if someone had picked him up and put him in the closet. I believe that when we open ourselves up to forms of communication with other beings, and you're uncertain, or there's still some level of fear there, we can produce these types of outcomes and experiences. I would ask, what was your intention and mindset behind your approach to your reading? Whatever the answer is, it still doesn't take away from the story that this was indeed a creepy experience. Thank you for sharing, Elizabeth. Next, we have a story from Kyle. He shares with us that he's actually had an encounter with a shadow being, or beings, to be more exact. As a child, one night, he woke up in his bed with a shadow being holding his hand, three other shadow beings in the room there with him, and in the doorway to his room was another, but this one had red glowing eyes. He states he felt terrified, but that he immediately fell asleep. The next thing that he remembered was floating above his bed and being gently placed back on it. 
Then it was morning. He says it felt like he was sedated. When Kyle and I were chatting, I told him that I wondered what they wanted from him. I said that my first thoughts when I first heard his story were that the one who was holding his hand seemed to be more of a caring being. And because he said he was gently bloating back to his bed, that that experience of floating sounded pleasant. I told him that maybe those beings were somehow protecting him from the one in the doorway. I've actually heard somewhere that some angels have a light that is too strong for us. And so when they appear to us, they have to be cloaked and sometimes can resemble shadow beings. Maybe that's what that was. Fascinating. Thank you for sharing, Kyle. Well, lastly, I would like to share with you guys a couple of my paranormal experiences that I've had while living in a particular house here in Las Vegas. This was about a little over 10 years ago, but I still remember these experiences very clearly. I'll just call it the Oxbow House. When I first started living there, everything was fine. Everything seemed normal. It was a few months later where things started getting a little strange. I remember I would often feel as if I didn't want to be alone in that house. Maybe subconsciously, I knew it was because I wasn't. There was an energy that felt... off. I wouldn't say evil, but I wouldn't say good either. It was just off. It made me feel uneasy, uncomfortable, and not safe. This was a little frustrating because I believe you're supposed to feel safe at home. If not your home, then where? And at that time, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends or know anybody that I trusted. So I had to stay there. Soon, it wasn't just the feeling of the off energy. At the front of the house, we didn't have a green lawn because we lived in the desert. Instead, it was nicely decorated with red gravel. And so if you walked on top of it, you would hear the gravel being crushed. Well, when no one would be home, I would often hear footsteps as if someone were walking on the gravel. But when I looked out through the front window, no one was there. On one evening, while I was waiting for my husband to come back home from work, I was in the living room, sitting down on the couch, watching TV. To the right side of the television was a corner where my mother-in-law had an artificial tree decor placed. I saw one specific branch move up and down about five times, and then abruptly stop. In that moment, I tried to make sense of it. I thought, oh, the window must be open. I looked over, and it was closed. Okay, maybe it was the AC. But then I remembered it was fall, 
and we had just turned it off. So I remember I said out loud, that didn't happen, and continued to watch TV. It felt like the longest 15 minutes ever waiting for my husband to come back home. A couple of days afterwards, Tuffy, my dog, would constantly shake in fear and would run to a corner in her closet. There were maybe two or three days in a row he would do this. So my husband and I asked my mother-in-law if she could help us sprinkle some holy water to see if that helped. And it did, for a while. When she did it, it lasted about two weeks, where everything felt fine, and Tuffy was happy. Until one morning, when my mother-in-law and I were in the kitchen prepping breakfast and talking. In the kitchen there was a large glass sliding door that led out to the backyard. Well, as we were talking and giggling about I don't remember what, we both heard a loud bang on the glass door. It was so loud it startled both of us, and I actually saw the glass door wobble. I went outside thinking it must have been my husband or one of my brother-in-laws playing a joke on us. But when I checked, the car was gone, because they had left to the store. I never truly ever felt completely comfortable in that house, and I'm not the only one that felt that way, or who had paranormal experiences while in there. It's not whether or not we believe in the paranormal. The fact is, the paranormal exists. There are many events happening all around us and to us that cannot be scientifically explained. And by that definition, the paranormal exists. Well guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode, and if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. And remember, I do have an Etsy shop called Laura Jean Candles. I sell intention candles for love, success, protection. So go ahead and check them out. And if you want to support the podcast, that's one way that you can do so, and I would truly appreciate it. And if you simply want to make a small donation, you can do so by heading over to our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. Also, follow us on social media, on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond, and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or any feedback, or if there's simply something that you just feel like sharing, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.